Go ahead. It seems in all other human endeavors, such as science, music, and art, there have been technical evolution over time. Has the same thing occurred in meditation techniques? Yes, certainly. Um, meditation techniques have been modified uh, all the time. The Buddha gives meditations, meditation instructions in the suttas, and they are quite clear, but the understanding of, of them uh, varies widely. So, um, one, many people are very sure about what the Buddha taught, and that they are those who follow that teaching and another group claims just the same and practice very differently. So you can certainly assume that um, meditation techniques have been modified uh, very much. Mm. That's... Yep, from, from, from an from a, a orthodox point of view uh the the orthodox or i don't know what the word the the accepted explanation of this is that there are different types of people uh, some people you don't even have to give them a teaching you just tell them what sort of teaching you teach so instead of the satipatthana sutta instead of even teaching the satipatthana sutta you'd say there are these four satipatthanas these four foundations of mindfulness and you might not even have to the amazing thing is you might not even have to explain what are the four foundations of mindfulness and some people just get it just like that like sariputta yankinchi samud no was it oh, sorry ye dhamma hetu bhava te sang dhammang tathagata ahu those dhammas that arise based on a cause the buddha has taught the cause of those dhammas and sariputta realized nibbana as a result of that he became a sotapanna upatissa and Moggallana as well. These types of people are are very rare. And the theory is that they were much more common in the Buddha's time, but still very rare in the Buddha's time. Another type of person you have to explain in detail. So you have to say, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> right? Whatever dhammas arise based on a cause, the Buddha has taught the cause of those dhammas. Well, it means suffering, no? Everything, all, all suffering as a cause, you know, and the Buddha has taught the cause of suffering, which is craving. When uh, when there is craving, then there will be. So you explain the four noble truths, and maybe you have to explain in some detail, like maybe you have to teach the Dhamma Chakapavatana Sutta, like how Kondanya became a, a Sotapanna was by listening to the Dhamma Chakapavatana Sutta. So this type of person, just by when they're listening to the Dhamma, they can become enlightened as a result of it. Or Yasa is another example, just listening to the Buddha's teaching once, he became a Sodapana. Listening to the same teaching again, he became an Arahant. A third type of person has to be trained, um, not only given the detailed discourse, but has to be trained in it, and has to be guided through it. This is a type of person, it's not enough to teach them even the Satipatthana Sutta. But then you have to say, okay, come and do a course in Satipatthana. 
and and then guide them through it. Okay, then remember to be mindful. Remember to be mindful. Okay, now be mindful of this. Are you mindful of this? And 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 keeping them on track and guiding them through it to be able to understand. Oh, this is the satipatthana, and and this is the truth, and this is what happens in the realizations. And a fourth type of person can't can't be trained, and no matter how much you you help them and and give to them, they don't gain anything out of it, or they they can only just get the the meaning of it, the meaning of the words. So, because of that, the Tipitaka is not enough. The Tipitaka is enough, this is the the, ortho, the Theravada opinion, no, the, the, the Tipitaka is not enough for everyone. You, you need some explanation of the Tipitaka. So it's not wrong that people are explaining it. The problem, of course, as Balanyani said, is that one, people explain it differently, two, they cling to their explanation as being correct. And there is a standard explanation in the Theravada tradition. It's called the commentaries. Now, there's a huge commentary literature that has a very specific interpretation of the Buddhist teaching. Now, it doesn't say this is the only interpretation and any other interpretation is, is heretic and, and is wrong. In fact, it even talks about different interpretations and it, it gives the opinion this, is, this interpretation is not correct because it's illogical or because it goes against this sutta. But it's still just an interpretation. The problem is when people say, uh, the commentaries are just interpretation, throw them out, practice the Satipatthana Sutta in this way, this way, this way, and this way. It's very clear how the Buddha said, the Buddha said this, which means this, which means this. And hypocritically, what they do is create another commentary, while at the same time saying that commentary is just an interpretation and therefore shouldn't be followed. Unless you can become enlightened through listening and through understanding clearly the, the suttas, you're going to you're going to have to interpret them, and you're going to have to find a way to apply them. The Buddha said, "Gachantova gachamiti bhajanati." When going, a monk knows I am going. So, if you can understand that and become enlightened just listening to it, because you understand then that there's this hearing, this sound is also just sound and you can apply the meditation while you're listening to it and become enlightened right there, then there's no need to practice it. But if you can't, then you have to figure out, okay, I guess that means I should do some going, no? and know that I'm going. And then you have to practice that, okay, going, going, or walking, walking. And maybe you even have to go to the extent that it's not just walking anymore, but I have to do it one foot at a time because otherwise I'm not really going to see things as they are. And the Buddha, you know, you have all this Buddha's teaching and you realize the Buddha was actually talking about seeing the dhatus, the elements. So if I'm going to see the elements, I have to do one, move one foot at a time. And wait a minute, even in one step, there's different elements arising. Lifting the foot doesn't feel the same as putting the foot down. So there's different experiences arising. So let's lift the foot first and then put it down. And then people come along and say, what are you doing? The Buddha didn't teach six steps walking. You know, you're doing breaking the, foot, the step up into six parts. That's not the Buddha's teaching. But you see, this, is, this was necessary. This sort of development was necessary. So apart from just, as Palanyani said, the differences of opinion, there is also the cultivation that allows people who are in this third category, that are unable to become enlightened just by hearing the Buddha's teaching, uh, and need the interpret need the teacher to explain it and to apply it to their and to, to give them a technique of of seeing this, which you'll see in the commentaries. You see in many stories about how they apply the Buddha's teaching, uh, and and who, you you may even if we had all of the records and all of the history, we might even see that in the Buddha's time, 
they were developing, uh, they, they were, you know, had many, many techniques. Some of the techniques that we have today and we see in the Visuddhimagga might have even been practiced in the Buddhist time. There may have been six parts to the walking step in the Buddhist time. Whether there were or not, the, the evolution of meditation techniques as a, um, as a entity came about not because people were discontent with the Buddhist teaching, but because people can't understand it and people can't put it into practice without a uh, regimen and a technique. And so it's at best, if, you, if you're to give it the benefit of the doubt, the interpretation at its best is just um, the extrapolation for the purpose of of uh, putting into practice by people especially who aren't able to uh, who don't have very strong faculties and thus aren't able to immediately grasp it mm, maybe the the meditation techniques that were known before the the buddha started to to teach his kind of meditation um, and are practiced even today still like yo i'm i'm thinking of yoga and and their breath uh, mm. meditation and um things like that might uh still um, how to say be useful come uh, come together and and make the the picture right. more more uh, diffuse allowing to see what 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 sorts of practices they had they practiced in the Buddhist time and also why the Buddha taught in you know why breath was so 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 it came so easily it came because why was breath so prominent in the Buddhist teaching no? because that's what they were practicing at the time mm.